Welcome to a Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hobbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. Hey, Amy. How are you doing this Hello, week? Hello. Good. You're my spoonful of sugar. You are mine, too. Pam, it's winter, and it's cold. And sad and more sad. And sad and more sad, and like snowy <laughs> and icy and <sighs> But Pam, you for sure are my spoonful of sugar. Oh, you too, woman. <sighs> and guess what? We're going to do an icebreaker all about winter-relatedness. <laughs> because we're stuck in the middle of it and we have such great vocabulary that we think this is a word. (laughs) Uh, We crack ourselves up. Well, Pam, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of winteredness to go because we're here in the Midwest. Yes. And we're just, just at the start of it, past the holidays, when it gets to be like, oh, the snow isn't like cute and fun anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just annoying. Right. But... (gasps) Yes. Sometimes, like, the winter could be enjoyable, right? Okay. Talk me into this. Well, what are you talking about? Well, no, I was going to actually try to have you talk me into it. <laughs> okay. I think I can do this. Okay. You know something that is great about winter. Okay. Yes. Um, is being outside of the weather. Basically being indoors. Yes. Yes. And what do you want to do in the wintertime indoors? Woman, you want a hygge. What the heck? Hygge. So huga, you may, people may have heard of this and not even known because it's pronounced differently than the way it's spelled. This is a Danish term for intentional coziness. So it's a, we don't even have this term in English, but in Denmark, evidently they're so into it, it has its own word. So huga, it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. I have heard of, or I've seen it. Yes. But I literally have not heard it, so I don't know that's you say like huga. Yes. So I listened to an audiobook by this Danish guy and of course he kept saying it because it was what his book is about so it's pronounced huga and it's the idea of just bringing intentional coziness into your life because think Denmark they would know about the winter yeah even longer than ours further north and you got to do something to I'd be spirit year round <laughs> and so th- and I will put the link to this guy's book uh, in our show notes if you're interested but he talks about things to intentionally bring coziness into your life. So everything from drinking cups of hot cocoa or hot cider to cooking like a big stew on the stove to having the fireplace going if you got one of those to wearing the, the big old scarves and sweaters and, you know, just cozying up with your friends. Yeah. Having, he talks about having huga gatherings. We should try this woman. Huga gatherings. Isn't that also called an ugly sweater party? No, evidently a huga gathering has a limited number of people. Okay. So I don't think you can get above, I think the optimal number may be four or five, because after that it turns into too much hubbub. So basically our family. You can huga with your family. Yes. Oh, definitely. Or you could kick them out and invite your friends over. Perfect. But not too many of them. (laughs) And just be cozy together and enjoy enjoy that feeling of warmth and togetherness 
I wish I did have a fireplace. I feel like that would be like the central part of it. I do have a fireplace. We have not used it in years. And I think if we lit it at this point, it might burn down a house. So. Listen, <laughs> New Year's resolution. I'm going to come hooga at your house and we're going to light your fireplace. You know what I do have? I do have a Netflix subscription and I have this big old flat screen TV in the family room. And they have that channel on like, or I guess it's not Netflix. It's YouTube. Where you can, or It's even, like the Yule Log channel. Yes. Oh. I think they have it on Amazon Prime. Okay, one of these. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. But one of these <laughs> has different ones. There's the holiday-themed one. Yep. All these things. So you can have your fake fireplace going. Well, I, I love doing do that. that in the winter. And my family makes fun of me. Oh. But evidently, I was hygge-ing, which is a very in thing right now. And they just didn't know. Yeah. And you <laughs> were doing it before it was even a thing. At least the thing here. Right. Maybe I'm part Danish. I really don't think so. But... <laughs> So, woman, how about you? What do you do in the winter time? Well, I am all about that. You mentioned like the hot cocoa. So mm -hmm. I'm every night after dinner, like I'll have some hot chocolate, <sighs> and I may or may not pour like a shot or two of Fireball into there because that's really tasty. Explain the Fireball. Oh, it's cinnamon whiskey, and so it tastes. It makes your hot chocolate. It gives it like a, a cinnamony. Ah, I don't know. It just makes a day so good. It's so good. So anyways, yes. Is this a Wisconsin thing? I've never heard of this before. Really? Fireball? I'd never heard I of it. No. No, I it can't be. It can't be. That along with a, the Danish. Oh, get it's a Danish. Oh, it's a you Danish. You can have your fireball along with your huga Danish Danish. Kringle is what it's Kringle. called. It's called Kringle mm -hmm. and this is for sure a Wisconsin thing. It's basically a Danish pastry mm -hmm. in the shape of like a large oval and it I've could have filling in it. They're now selling them at my Aldi <gasps> in really? Illinois. Yes, indeed. We're coming Once south. Once again, we're coming plug south. For Aldi. And actually, they just invented a new Kringle flavor, <gasps> which is it's eggnog Kringle. Oh, uh, do you like eggnog? Um, yes, but Pam, it's so sad because I can't eat Kringle because I have celiac, which means I'm gluten free. Eggs. So no Kringle for me. I had some eggnog this morning, which is, and I will tell you the brand is like the best eggnog. Well, tell me in the world. It's CF Burger is the mm. name of the company. It's a, must be a small little dairy somewhere because it's hard to find. Very uh, good friend. Her husband found it. And where do you buy it? He got it at a Meyer. Oh, okay. We have those. Okay. We don't have any like really close to us, but he does where he works. I'm sure everybody's really interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, they put out different varieties of eggnog oh. during the holiday season. And the best is the custard nog. Sounds good. Oh, and I was having a little bit this morning. Yeah. And it says right there in the packaging, gluten-free. Oh, girl, hook me up. And I thought, well, I don't know if Amy likes it. Because, you know, it's either you hate it or yes. you love it. I love thing. it. I love it. Had I known, woman. But small quantities. Because yeah. it's, like, so rich. It is. I do love it, though. I have some in my coffee today, actually. I thought you were just going to say, like, oh, I happen to have some in my purse. Like, and you, like, take out, like, a big thing of eggnog. Oh, Because okay. I'm ready for the zombie apocalypse <laughs> whenever it comes. I carry eggnog. Exactly, exactly. That's so funny. Okay, woman, so we've decided 2019 is when we're going to have our hygge gathering. Hygge gathering. Um, we need either a fireplace or I always light a bunch of candles because I don't yes. have a fireplace. Yes. Eggnog or hot cocoa. Yes. With or without fireball because I know you can't have the fireball. Right. Kringle, possibly for uh -huh. you, if I fireball for me, and um, 
I like to read. I like to read in the winter, by yes. the way. Yes. Like cozy. You mentioned like have like a big like cozy sweater mm-hmm. on, five layers of blankets. Yes. Give me a good book to read. Yes. I'm happy as a little clam. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying on my couch. And you know that it's a good friendship when you feel comfortable enough to just sit there and let the silence be. Yes. Don't have to keep up the convo. You can just be reading your own thing. And when you decide to be sociable, pull out the Disney puzzle. Pam, that's so funny you said that because you know, like, we're podcasting. So, like, that's what we do is we just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually have a really hard time seeing us, the two of us getting together and being and not silent talking, right? We're not good at that. But <laughs> for those of you who are, go for it. Silence is golden. We're going to have a big talkie hookah <laughs> gathering. Okay, Pam, I'm super excited for today's episode. Oh, me too. But this is totally in your wheelhouse because we're talking about something super fancy. So, so fancy and more fancy. Fancy and more fancy. Absolutely, woman. You could not get even more fancy than this. (sighs) So, Pam. Yes. When you are planning a vacation to Walt Disney World Mm -hmm. and you're picking a resort to stay at. Uh Uh-huh. And Disney has three different tiers of resorts. You've got your values, you've got your moderates, you've Mm -hmm. got your deluxe, where your beautiful, lovely family usually stays at a deluxe resort. And actually, deluxe villas are technically considered their own level. Separate category. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So Mm -hmm. we need to talk about that. But what we're really focusing on Mm -hmm. this episode is club level, which is basically (sighs) only the super super fancy people like Pam Cakes over here hmm. can stay club level. I'm going to go into my spa Oh now. boy. Amy, I have to for this episode. <laughs> oh darling, it's, it's like a British level. spa voice. <laughs> Tell me, Pam Cakes, what <laughs> the what heck is, is club, club level? level? I, I've never been there. I've never done that. <laughs> what am I missing here? So club level in general terms is not just a Disney thing. Other hotels will have it as well. You're fancy dancy. Uh, hotels will have a club level, so not your Motel 6 down the road, but your fancier hotels. And club level is basically staying in one of a certain set of rooms that will give you, uh, that have special perks related to, first of all, the quality of the rooms, and then special services that are attached, and special amenities that are attached to staying in this room. So you're feeling like you're part of a club. Mm. It is also called concierge level sometimes. So depending on where you're at, club level, concierge level, same thing. So on Disney property, yes. what are the different locations that offer club level? So each of the deluxe resorts, the ones in the deluxe category, will have its own club level. Okay. And although there are some similarities between all of them, they really are, keep, we're at Disney World, so each one is themed to the resort that it's at. Okay. So I've stayed at the one at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which we'll be talking about in today's episode. And that one is called the Kilimanjaro Club. Fancy. Because, you know, African-themed. Uh, so each one will have the, a flavor and and foods and sort of a, a, a take on the club level that is specific to the resort that you're at. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Animal Kingdom Lodge, which we're really going to focus in on for yes. this episode. But you've also stayed club level at Grand Floridian. Oh, we have. Yeah. Yes, we have. And I know Polly has, the Polynesian has yes. club level as well. Yeah. I, I really believe every single 
Deluxe okay. Resort has that. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. So, Pam. Yes. You mentioned you just stayed at club level at mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom Lodge. We did. In October 2018. So fancy. So when you, like, describe to me, like, when you get there, what what exactly are you seeing? So at Animal Kingdom Lodge, like, if you were a typical guest staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is already an amazing resort, if you were not in the know, you probably wouldn't even realize what was going on. So it's not like, oh, we have this over here, you know, not for you, kind of. It's just... It sort of blends into what's going on at the resort, so you may not even realize that these things are happening. But at Animal Kingdom Lodge, the way it's set up is that the concierge level, club level, is on the sixth floor. Okay. And so you walk into the elevator, and first thing is to even get on the sixth floor, you have to put your magic band up there so the elevator will know that you are staying club level so it will let you on to the sixth floor because the whole sixth floor is club level nice so you get to the sixth floor yes you walk off the elevator yes you're gonna head towards your room say Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what is so special about the room that makes it worth club level and also what is this gonna cost me because I'm sure club uh, level is going to be pretty pricey. Yeah. So what are you paying for and what are you getting Sure. room-wise? Room so the rooms are going to be amongst the best that the resort has to offer. At Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, there are ones that will give you the pool view. And we've had pool view before. And that's really, it's lovely. You know, you're there about the animals, but still the pool view is very lovely. There are also ones that give you a savanna view. And that's what we had this last trip. That was lovely. And a nice thing about our room is that you opened the front door to our villa. We were staying in a one-bedroom villa. And we were directly onto the sixth floor look overlooking the fabulous lobby. Oh, very cool. Yes, yes. And Animal Kingdom is one of these kind of sprawling resorts. It's kind of shaped like like the big McDonald's arches, <laughs> like a big <laughs> M. And so you could be like way down at one end of it or way down at the other and the lobby's in the middle. So obviously if you have a room right on the lobby, not only is it gorgeous to walk out of your door and see the amazing lobby, but you're right there at the center of everything. And you're not going for the major hike just to get back and forth yeah. to your room to get a soda or whatever. So cool. Mm-hmm. So when you walk into your room, mm-hmm. you said there's different views, obviously. Right. Um, but you said you were in the one-bedroom villa. Yes. So say you walk into your room, kind of just describe the the vibe of it, the feel of it, and then, like, what does it have there? Does, is, does room have anything particularly different no, because I, it's I club level or no? I don't believe that it okay. does, no. Uh, the one... So these are... Depending on how you're staying, it's either you know, a hotel room or deluxe studio or you know in dvc terms you could have a one-bedroom villa a two-bedroom villa i assume a three-bedroom villa club level Ooh, can't imagine what that would cost (laughs) woman so room wise it was pretty much a one-bedroom villa in dvc talk which is already very nice Mm -hmm. the one thing i noticed that was different in our particular room is that we had a couple of robes hanging up in our uh our closet area very nice so, which is not a typical thing at Disney. Yeah. So that was very nice. So, what are you? What are you, else are you getting that you're paying for? So, included with club level are also a number of services that are different than a standard resort stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is already fabulous. But one of the things is you have a separate check-in, like greeting and check-in 
area okay. than a standard resort guest would have. Okay. So you arrive to Animal Kingdom Lodge. You're going to be staying club level. As you walk into the lobby, there's a you know huge bank of um, kind of this bar area where a lot of cast members are behind it for checking you and et cetera, et cetera. Stand in line for it, whatever the case is. When you get up there and you tell someone, you know, hello, I'm checking in. I'm here going to be staying club level. It's like, ooh. They are notified. They send someone down from the sixth floor. Ooh la la! Your own, you know, cast member to meet you and greet you and personally escort you upstairs. Very nice. To the sixth level, where you find yourself in the beginning part of the lounge, where there's a desk that can seat two cast members. They sit down with you. You can. You're like tended to immediately. So it's that level of service that's even above and beyond mm-hmm. the magic that you would already get yeah. as a Disney resort guest, no matter where you're staying on property. So it's the extra the extra thing. I noticed the uh, the cast member who was checking us in. I happened to be there and I was discussing different things with him. He made sure to to point out all of you know the different options and things that came along with club level. He Obviously, he was checking me in, so he found out my name was Pamela. And I noticed just like that day, the next day, the day after that, he would say, Good morning, Pamela. You know, good evening, Pamela. <laughs> so just that. A personal greeting. It really is. When you have even as small as somebody remembering your name yeah. and choosing to use it, just makes you feel like more than just, you know, another number, right. another head in a bed, as they say in the whole in- <laughs> hotel industry. So it was very nice. I will say when we checked in, and this was a number of years ago before we had DVC. We were staying at the Grand Floridian because we got an amazing rate because that's, yeah, crazy expensive, but we had an amazing rate. So we decided to stay there. And we were just arriving to Disney. We were on the Magical Express bus. We pull up to the Grand Floridian. And as we're getting off the bus, there was the cast member greeting us by name and saying, why, hello, you know, our family, and oh, here's your son, Luke. Congratulations on just graduating from high school. Oh my goodness. And then, like, he, he knew us. He knew these stuff. And of course, stuff we all told Disney, so it's not like he was stalking us online or something. They something were crazy. stalking <laughs> you online. <laughs> and he greets us and he takes us over, you know, walks us over to where we're going to be staying. He pointed out all of the amenities, made sure we were settled, got everything situated for us. That's super magical. Yeah, so it's just that even more personalized one-on-one attention that makes you feel more special, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way, Mm -hmm. and just makes you feel more pampered. Pampered. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I am Pam. I enjoy the Pam (laughs) purring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as far as the services, you mentioned the whole kind of like check-in, check-out thing, how you get all this kind of personal attention. What other kind of services do they offer for club level? So... At a Disney resort, you can go to the lobby and they'll have a couple of people working, you know, the concierge desk who can help you with various things that you need. When you're staying club level, you have your own concierge staff that are dedicated to just like helping the club level people. And so you can go there and they're pretty much always there. They can address your questions about getting reservations or uh, I don't know if they book fast passes for you. They might. If you are staying club level, Disney will know about it, of course, because you've booked with them. Your concierge will email you or contact you, maybe call, I forget what it is, email or call, like a month out from your trip. Oh. Just to make sure everything's set in place. Do you have any, you know, dining reservations that they could help you obtain? 
all of these things. Fancy. So once again, before you even step on property, you're just being being pampered. Being Love made, it. You know, they're just taking care of the things because there can be a lot of things involved with staying at a Disney resort. Sure. And I will say when we checked in at Animal Kingdom Lodge in October, at the end of all of it, there was a nice bag of trail mix <laughs> because we were starting our, quote, adventure Animal Kingdom uh-huh, Lodge. Uh-huh. And so they gave us this gift of a bag of trail mix that had our family's name on it and was from the Ganacherie, which is that new fabulous chocolate place Ooh, at Disney Springs. that sounds good. Ooh, good. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yes, your own specialized set of <laughs> set, specialized group of cast members who do the concierge thing at that level and can really help accommodate and find those reservations that might be harder to get or... You know, that kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the trail mix. Yes. And I'm a person who's all about food. Like, I <laughs> love to eat. Yes. Give me the all the food. Yeah. So I know that Club Level comes with some noshy things. Tell some us all about things. this. Tell us okay. all about it. Well, I'm going to start as one should with the beginning of the day. So beginning of the morning you're gonna head out to the parks you need to grab a little something yeah you know maybe for sure maybe you brought along some pop tarts or some of those like little debbie donuts in your room or you know whatever the case may be but hey why do that when you're staying club level because club level i believe it's even before the first official serving is breakfast which they call Adventurous Awakenings. Oh. Once again, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So different ones will be called different things oh at different resorts. Goodness. And this starts at 7. I believe before 7, they will have the coffee out. So if you're a really early riser, you can do mm-hmm. this. But from 7 to 10.30 a.m., you have what would be described as more of a continental breakfast yeah. as opposed to like all the meats and the potatoes and the eggs, but Mm -hmm. very filling. And they'll typically have a couple of hot items. There was oatmeal. uh, There could be quinoa, because once again, Animal Kingdom Lodge feels more earthy, African-y for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) But bagels, toast, uh, little muffins, jams, jellies, all sorts of stuff. And women, I've got videos, i got pictures, and I'll be putting them up with this episode on Instagram and all the places you can find us. So that goes until 10.30. Likewise, you'll come and sit down and a cast member who's one of the the, the food people there Uh working will come around and say, offer the the adults in the party, would you like a mimosa to start your morning? Oh, heck yes. Well, I can't drink, but Other people would be like, my husband's like, well, yes, I would. And I'll take my wife's because she can't drink. (laughs) (laughs) And so the way they, and they can make it the standard way, but because it is special to that resort, they will use the jungle juice, which is a special blend of juices they have that they serve at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's orange and pineapple and I forget, but they call it jungle juice there. So instead of just using orange, like a standard mimosa, orange juice, and champagne. Mm-hmm. But they do it there with the jungle juice. And instead of champagne, they'll do a sparkling South African wine. Oh, la la. I so know. fancy. So I didn't try it, but it looked very nice. And my husband, yes, would enjoy one of those in the morning. That is very nice. Very nice. So very if nice. you're club level, you can just pop into where they have yes. all these tasty treats. You don't have yes. to have a reservation or anything no. like that. It's just you go. 
it's, it's a kind lounge. of buffet style. It is buffet style. It is a lounge. You Help show yourself up. to whatever you want. And they will have the, these are not meant to be a meal. So it's not substantial enough to be a meal. But really, if you're more of a just a, a pick and choose, kind of a graze your way through life eater. <laughs> You know, this is more than enough to get your family filled up with some good stuff before you head out. Also, like when we're staying at the Grand Floridian, they will have a case there with chilled cans of soda. And the cast member's like, oh yeah, grab some sodas, go take them into the park with you. Hey, Perfect. that's great. Done. Absolutely. Uh, as well as, you know, if you want a bagel or two, grab those for on the go. So you could grab your on the go things. Nice. As you're going to the elevators, which once again are special because you're up on the sixth floor, they would have like little bags of like to go treats Aww. all ready for you that you could take off, go off with, and take for your day. At the, the morning times, they would have the little containers of like Greek yogurt. And my son is like way into these, but they only have them at breakfast. So I'd like grab a few, stick them in our fridge, in our villa. So we'd have them for later in the day. Perfect. You could make a plate and eat it there because they do have a lounge area with tables and chairs and couches, as well as like a little TV off in the corner so the kids can watch, you know, Disney cartoons while they're nice. eating and relaxing. There's a large screen, flat screen TV that is showing uh, either sports or, you know, a movie at night or something like that. There are... I think whether newspapers around, books to read, I think they're free DVD D, um, borrowing. Nice. So just the lounge is always there. So the, and, and the lounge is always like you mentioned the selection they have for breakfast, but mm -hmm. then I'm assuming they have a lunch selection and a, a kind of yes. dinnery. So although I, it's not like you right. said, it's not meant to be a full meal. Right. So I, I won't go through all of them, but just to let you know, so that was the breakfast one. Then they have a snacks and beverages, what they call safari snacks, between 11.30 and 3.30 p.m. And so this will, once again, be more on the snacky side. They might have things like corn dog nuggets, uh, maybe some potato chips, uh, trail mix, some cheeses, stuff like that. Gotcha. And then starting from 3 to 4.30, you'll have afternoon tea, Ooh. which is delightful. And they'll have things like scones and clotted cream, which feels so very British. Mm. And even though you're in Africa. Um, and that's delightful. And you, so you've come, idea is you come back from the park and just use that little bit of pick-me-up like yes. the British would do. <laughs> Practically perfect in every way. <laughs> One of the fun ones, of course, is the hors d'oeuvre time, which is their twilight offerings from 5 to 7 p.m., and these, imagine like heavy hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. And the closest it comes to a meal is each night during this time, they would have a couple of cast members. When we were there, they were always African cast members. And they were there and there was some sort of African stew or oh. an African take on a dish that was a little more substantial, but it was a small portion. It yes. was like, think like food and wine. It was a yeah. smaller sized portion. So if you got grab like five of them, maybe you can make a meal <laughs> out of it, but it's not intended to be a meal substitute, but depending on how your family eats, yeah. It could be. <laughs> and the way that I typically vacation is I will bring, you know, extra food for the room just to have like little snacks on. Yeah. People want to be a little snacky in between the meal. Yeah. With club level, there is no need. There is no need. There's just snacks all the time, whenever you snacks. want it. So that is the Twilight Offerings. And uh, yes, and then the last one of the day are your desserts and cordials. Ooh. The evening indulgences from 8 to 10 p.m. And I haven't been talking a lot about this because, once again, I don't drink. But for those of you who do, alcohol is included. Awesome sauce. Meaning beer. I think they're beers. 
my husband doesn't really drink beer and I don't drink at all, so I was having a hard time remembering this, but definitely wines. Uh-huh. And there are a few, so you can't just order whatever you want. And I don't think there were cocktails, but beers and wines. Just pour yourself a glass, nice. sit down, or ask one to be brought to you. Very lovely. Awesome. And in the evening, they would have like the little bitty desserts, Aww. and you could go and pick them up, and we'd be sitting there, and then every so often, a cast member would come along with this tray and say, could I interest you in a chocolate-covered strawberry? Oh. Like, well, of course you could. Uh, yeah, don't <laughs> mind if I do. Thank you. <laughs> so it's it's just a lovely experience that adds that extra something on top of your stay. And also, you know, the official checkout is like 11 a.m. the uh-huh. day that you are leaving property. Mm-hmm. So you can check out at that point and you have to, you know, leave your room and whatnot, but you give your luggage over to whoever you're giving it over to. But you, as a club level person, can remain in the club lounge and have use of it for the rest of that day until you actually leave. Very nice. So you could hang out there till like 8 p.m. and just... <laughs> You know, enjoy that. Very and cool. And I, I have heard of people who do just a one-night stay. Mm-hmm. Because you do a one-night stay, and they you check in. Like, starting at 7 a.m., you can start using the lounge. You eventually get your room. You spend the night. And then the next morning, you check out. But you can still use lounge until all that day. day. So it's all kind of night. like, yes. And they will focus and spend that time, like, just, you know, have a resort time at the lounge. And enjoy and feel Very pampered. Nice. It's like a relaxed day. but. It was a wonderful experience. Very cool. Loved it. And it is, I will bring up, this is the, the reason we stayed there at Animal Kingdom Lodge is because this is the only uh, DVC resort on property that you can use your DVC points for, is the club resort, uh, the club level at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And for, ah. Yeah, it's the only one, so it's really hard to get, and it's very popular. I wish they would expand this. Disney. <laughs> DVC. Now, if you're Listen just up. paying out of pocket, do you know how much that's going to set you back? Oh, I, I don't, but it, it'd be the mega bucks. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So are there any other amenities that you can think of besides, like, the food, the check-in, all that fanciness? I think we Hey there, super califragia friends. This is Pam, and Amy and I are coming really close to our 100th episode. Can you believe it? Who would have thought that we would have lasted this long? But thanks to your support, uh, we are happy to say that we are coming up on that episode. And we are thinking about doing a listener question episode for that 100th. And so we would ask if you would be so kind as to either email us or put up onto Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Any questions that you may have for us uh, so that we would have things to put together for this show. So if there's enough interest, we'll go that route. And if not, we'll go another route. But thank you all for making, being a part of this great adventure that we are on. We love doing this podcast. We love hearing from you guys. And we hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. (laughs) 